Steel, our Sailor Moon podcast. I'm Kimberly. And I'm Isha. And in this episode, we'll be talking about Sailor Moon R, episodes 83 through 89. We are in the home stretch, y'all. We are at the end of Sailor Moon R, and I am so mad. We're almost there. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I did not expect this season to feel as rough as it did, and like, how is it? Chibiusa is a very popular character in Japan, but mm-hmm. the original dub like seemed to enhance all of the negative qualities of literally every character. Oh yeah! So a lot of American fans really hate Chibiusa. Like one of my very good friends, like hates her so completely, hates Chibiusa so completely that they refuse to have anything to do with like <laughs> Chibiusa merch. Like that's how much. They hate Chibiusa, even though they love Sailor Moon. I was very fortunate <laughs> that my first exposure was through the manga. Actually, my first exposure was through the trading cards because there was a little mm. there was a little girl in my school who had a big wad of the Japanese cards, and I was like, "Who Ooh. is this? Who is this?" And she'd be she'd just be like, "That's Chibi Moon," as if that explained it, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how kids explain things. They're like, it's it's Chippy Moon. It's, it's this like, thing. Okay. And it's like, okay, I don't know what that means. And, and <laughs> like, Isha knows this. Pink is my favorite color. So, of course, I'm like, who is the entirely pink one? <laughs> because yeah. I need it. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. that was my first exposure. And then I met her in the manga before I mm-hmm. saw her in the show. And she did have a really annoying voice. Um, and I don't remember what other issues was going on with the dub at that time, but yeah, she was very unlikable. Luna was not very likable either. Luna was not very cute, but Luna and, and Chibiusa... Luna was voiced by, had like a old British lady voice. She did. So she, she came across as, uh, as a extreme nag, you know, like a mom character mm-hmm. instead of yeah. like the cute little kitty that she is. Um, I've been watching the, the new dub, the new English dub though. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they did a really, I really like Chibiusa's voice in this one. Um, and the transition to Black Lady, I I think she did really good. Because you can kind of still hear, it's, a, it's the same voice actress, I'm assuming. I didn't look at the credits. Mm-hmm. Because you can still hear Chibiusa's voice in there. She just sounds more mature, you know? Ooh. Yeah! Yeah, so Very I nice. was actually, I was like, hey, hey, that's pretty good. Yeah, no, I've I've actually uh the new voice cast, I I've very much liked everybody so far. Oh good, I'm glad to yeah. hear it. Uh yeah, I'm watching originally in the in the original Japanese mm-hmm. dub with English subtitles and my same my same exposure to Chibiusa was through the manga rather than the anime, so like when I came to Chibiusa I was like, she's not that bad and my friend was like, Chibiusa is the devil. <laughs> it's the I'm devil. Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is she, is she though? Is she? Uh, it's the one thing we we argue about when it comes to Sailor Moon. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 83. Episode 82 ended with them arriving in the future and like seeing that it's all like destroyed and stuff. <laughs> um, and like, instead of starting with the Senshi, we start with the Black Moon Clan, and we see 
more Demando, like at last. We see more Prince Demando. Like at this point, like we've seen some of him a little bit. Like we know he exists, but like he's not really been a player in the game. So we finally see him, and he's like creepily obsessed with Neo Queen Serenity. And as a result, is also obsessed with Sailor Moon because that's just her in the past. Yeah. Esmeralda is pissed. So Esmeralda and Sapphire are on the same side in this, but for different reasons in that uh, they do not like that Demand is obsessed with Sailor Moon. Yeah. Esmeralda because she's in love with Demando, And Sapphire because he's like, you're missing the point of what we're doing. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and he's also trying to point out this entire time that we should not trust Wiseman. Like, yeah. they, there's something really shady about this guy. And uh, Demand just won't hear it. He's just like, you need to stop distracting yeah. yourself with Sailor Moon. And we need to focus on this person who I think is our actual enemy. And yeah. why are we going into the past when we've already got the future all nailed down? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, it's like, we have the Earth. Like, we just need to, like, settle down. Yeah, this entire season is just... Saphir and Usagi being gaslit by everyone around them. It's so sad. <laughs> anyway, so okay, we go from the Black Moon team to the Senshi team. They see the future. Chibiusa immediately runs off, and everyone's like, "Uh, okay, I guess." And they go to the cast, and like they're met by like astral projected King and Demian. Um, and he's like, "Sup." I'm the one who was sending all, like, those doom prophecies to Mamochat because it was, because I knew your love was going to face a test and I wanted to, like, have you prepared for that. And it's, like, it is, like, such, it is, you could, it's, that moment. It's such a deserves bullshit reason. <laughs> it's such a face I mean, he, sh he, sh I mean, when King and Demon first shows up, they're all, like, what the fuck, like, your future Mamochan, like, we don't, like, they're, they're slowly putting the pieces together and they're like where's Chibiusa and King and Demon's like don't worry she's fine and everyone's like uh but no really like look at her look around you yeah uh where is the child things, things are and not he's like, fine she's though. fine she's fine yeah, things are not fine he's like though. she's fine <laughs> he's like she's fine don't worry about it don't worry about it let me give you the backstory <laughs> I put her somewhere and then safe. like does does the whole info dump is like welcome to Crystal Tokyo everything's kind of a mess this is the Crystal Palace that's uh, the body of Neoqueen Serenity because she's encased in crystal uh, because the Black Moon attacked and she didn't have the Ginsui show. So all of a sudden she protected her and put her in crystal. Unlike in the manga where the crystal just formed around her and the Senshi were just were like also defeated along with King Endymion. Um, in the anime, it's like the Senshi protected her. And I actually really like that, that like the Senshi or like the future Senshi are still like active in a way in that they are like creating a protective barrier around the palace yeah uh so i do i do actually like that but unlike in the manga where it's just like welcome to the 30th century uh usagi becomes the queen she marries mama chen he becomes the king and they rule over earth for a thousand years and it's the 30 and it's the 30th century um so like Everybody has longevity and youth, but in the anime, they're like, uh, yeah, so something happened in the 21st century and the Earth went into an ice age. And then Neo Queen Serenity woke up and uh, restored the planet. Is that the explanation? I. Yeah, that's okay. it. 
<laughs> so so for the record, I I kept getting entirely lost. Like I was yeah. I was not following. Like, I 100% was not following a lot of this. Like the explanations. Yeah, in in a later episode like Tuxedo Mask is like what's the calamity that befalls Earth that like sends it into an ice age? And King Endymion's like don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, like, King Endymion, like, compared to the manga where King Endymion is just doing his best and is, like, like, his wife's number one hype man. I mean, and in fairness, like, anime King Endymion is also his wife's number one hype man. Yeah. Because both of them, both anime and manga King Endymion are like, my bedtime stories for my child are of how cool my wife is. Right. <laughs> Which is just, like, get you a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyway. In the anime, King Endymion is trash. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> and it's so bizarre to me, because, like, I love Tuxedo Mask, and I love King Endymion, and in all of Sailor Moon R, I'm like, I would shoot you in the head. Yeah. Like, I'm on the bad guy side. Well, that, again, like, I, I hate to go back to it, but the explanation for why... So we spend so much of this season with Usagi and and um, Mamoru not in a relationship because Mamoru is is being you know angsty distant boy and it's all because of these angsty distant boy (laughs) getting messages from future self being like I gotta test you yeah yeah and and his whole his whole explanation like so like in the dub he he basically says I needed to test you to make sure your love was unwavering and my thought was like so wait did he fail the test though he failed yeah, the test, that was, right? he was like to 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 challenge your love so that it would be strong for like the big challenge that's coming up. And I'm like, but he failed. Usagi passed he did the it. test. Usagi was Usagi the passed the no matter what. Failed. Yeah. I was. I'm like, what the? I'm like this. I'm like, I just sat there and I was like, who wrote this? Because they're bad. They're bad at writing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Usagi passed the, the test, ch- but like Mamoru definitely did oh, not. My- <laughs> super failed the test yeah. um because of the change in like the timeline so instead of having like a thousand years of peace on earth um it's just ice age and then for some reason neo queen serenity wakes up the planet and we don't get like a timeline of how long she's been ruling so we don't really know like we know chibiusa is like about eight nine years old but we don't know how long she and mamoru like King and Demon and Neo Queen Serenity were ruling before she was born. So that really messes with the whole Black Moon Clan timeline because they were called to Nemesis by Death Phantom, who was banished there, you know, decades before. That's who Wise Man is. And then the Black Moon Clan, you know, being unhappy with, you know, the peace on Earth, like, are called to Nemesis. Instead, it just kind of lumps it all together. And it's like, so we banished them there. And I'm like, so we see in the episodes that like the Mando and Safir grew up on Nemesis. So I'm like, did you banish children? <laughs> like, how long ago was this? Like, Chibiusa is young enough. And so like, whereas in the manga, Chibiusa is like 900 years old. She's not in the anime, you know, which, which like in the sucks. manga, she's 900 years old and arrested physical development. But in the anime, she's not like, I think she's just genuinely her age. 
That is so bizarre. I never realized that because I, I think just yeah. in my head, I filled in everything I didn't understand. I think I've just been filling in with the manga all this time because I get yeah. I get so lost watching this season. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> because they, they don't write it correctly. I don't know why they make the decisions that they make. They wasted so much time on like this Usagi and Mamoru have to break up that they could have spent like actually writing the story. That they didn't even really follow through with. They didn't come that up. That they didn't follow through with. Like... I'm so, we're gonna I'm we're gonna do like episode breakdown like the number of episodes spent in this uh, season at the end. I'm gonna talk about this because I'm actually really mad about the writing here because the writing of the Dark Kingdom is good. The writing in with Deathbusters with the next one super at, with S is the best Sailor Moon. Everyone acknowledges that Sailor Moon S is the oh, best yeah. Sailor Moon. That's just hands down. Everybody knows it. So I'm like, why is R such garbage? When you had a literal filler art, like you had the time. I think the entire, I think the entire season was just filler, like <laughs> it, which makes no sense because it has a story in the manga. And granted, the story in the manga is weak, and this is where the anime could have strengthened it, but it made it weaker. It did. I think the story. I, I think for one thing, I think they're trying to stretch it. So I think that's why they made so many choices, like breaking the, um, them up for a while. Um, yeah, they stretched it, but then they shoved literally the whole arc of Sailor Moon R, like if, like the manga arc, yeah. in these six episodes. Like, the entirety of Black Moon stuff happens in episodes 83 to 88. Yeah, where, like, the things they could have, there's so much that they could have developed they had literally instead of doing the They random. had literally 20 episodes before this. Yeah. To do something. And we just... Got a bunch of background on the Ayakashi sisters, which granted I love, but it's also like has nothing to do with the plot. Anyway, yeah, we're gonna let me let's continue. Let's continue. We're still stuck on episode eighty three, <laughs> but like one of the things that's pointed out is that like it sh they show like the Senshi kind of like back to back, like basically generating this energy field to protect the area, and it's like they're protecting this place. Like you're safe as long as you're in the crystal palace, which is bullshit because immediately as soon as like the info dump is done, Demando shows up by the way, like when they're like, where's Shibuya? like King and Demian just like opens up a panel in the floor and she's like, there she is on a cushion. He's like, here's your baby. And everyone's like, what? And they, we don't have like enough time for them to like sit in that before like Demando shows up and like tractor beam Sailor Moon and Chibiusa because Wiseman's like, you got to go get Sailor Moon and the rabbit. <laughs> I, it so it's just like, so like, so the senshi, the future senshi aren't really protecting because this dude just walked in and like tractor beamed your queen. Mm -hmm. Like immediately. And like Tuxedo Mask throws a rose at the Mando. The Mando's like, okay. Uh, and she, and like Usagi drops Chibiusa because she was holding a sleeping Chibiusa and like Tuxedo Mask catches her. And the Mando takes Usagi to Nemesis. Yeah, there's. And. Oh, there's just, there's so much. Where they jump around. Here's, yeah, here's what confuses me. Because it's just like, I assume he takes her to Nemesis. Because this is what happens in the manga. Like, Demando abducts Sailor Moon. And he puts her in that gorgeous dress, which is gorgeous in the manga. And did they did not animate it well. The animation was really bad in this episode. It was clearly they did not have the budget. Yeah. Um, 
And I do appreciate in the anime that the Mando keeps trying to, like, sexually assault Usagi by kissing her, and he never actually gets to kiss her. Yeah, I appreciate it. But because in the manga, like, he takes her to Nemesis. So, like, Usagi is literally on a different planet. So, like, like, Venus and Tuxedo Mask in the manga can't physically reach her because she's on another planet. But, like, Tuxedo Mask shows up. I don't think they're on Nemesis. I think they're on Earth. That's where I'm... In, like, a villain hideout on Earth. Yeah, that's where I'm very confused. I'm, I'm like, wait. So, like, they keep, how did... they keep showing, like, the Nemesis asteroid planet thing. But, like, how does Tuxedo Mask keep showing up? Because he just shows up, throws a rose so that, like, he does So that Damando doesn't get to kiss her. And then, like, Esmeralda messes with Damando's third eye because she doesn't want Damando to kiss Izagi either. He came through the window. Uh, clearly. He just shows up through the- He just, like, comes in through and, like, throws window. a rose, grabs Usaki, and then they take a hang glider down to the palace. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here, like, what the- What is happening? What's happening? The planet- Where did he get a hang glider? A pink hang glider? The planet had a window. <laughs> it just came in through the but window. But on- It wasn't a planet- It was like this weird crystalline tower. Yeah. It came in. They had a window. <laughs> no, yeah, no, the, the, um, the locations make I'm no s- sense. I'm, they, they really don't- I, I don't understand- they s- I don't understand how Tuxedo Mask keeps showing up and keeps having this power to interrupt It happens, everybody. yeah, it happens multiple times, too. And th- what- It just keeps happening! They're like, um, how do we get out of this? Just have Tuxedo Mask throw a rose. Yeah, so- It's literally so infuriating. So, this, this season, especially these next few episodes, it's super- It jumps around so much, it's really hard to follow because they're on the present Earth- they're on the future Earth. They're on, I guess, Nemesis. And it yeah. bounces between these locations constantly for no very clear reason. Like, they spend time... Yeah, the- I have no idea where they are at any point in time. Yeah. Not only where they are, but when they are becomes very mm-hmm. convoluted at some points, too. So, it, it's... Yeah. Like, the, the it's very fluid. It's just like... Okay, back in the past. Okay, back in the future. And and there's no reason why. (laughs) Yeah, it's really confusing. And so anyway, like, Demando's pissed because he's lost Sailor Moon. And he's like, we gotta go and, like, destroy the Crystal Palace. And Sapphire's like, that's not what we're supposed to be doing. Like, our plan was to take over Earth, not, like, destroy it. And Demando gets mad and, like, throws him across the room, which I appreciate... I really appreciate the dynamics between all the villains in Sailor Moon R. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Yeah. That's my only statement. That's it. Full sentence. Yeah. Anyway, so we go back to the palace. All the Senshi are there. They've recovered Sailor Moon. She's transformed again. And they they are smart. They are smart in this instant because they're like, okay, Sailor Moon is here. She has the Ginsui show. Maybe she can heal the queen. And so she uses moon crystal power, which makes sense. This is a very, like, all of them, like, come up with this plan, and she does it, and it's very sensible. My issue with it is, is that in the manga, when Sailor Moon tries to use her power, she can't, because the past Ginsuisha can't work in the future. Yeah, they don't touch Future Ginsuisha can work in the future, you know? So they don't have that. So she's able to use it, and it doesn't work. 
And Chibiusa is just shattered. Completely understandably, because she's like, not even Sailor Moon can save my mom. And she runs away again. Yeah. And she runs off, and like, the senshi moves to go after, and Tuxedo Mask is like, don't. She'll be safe inside the palace. Which she- Just let her go. Which she's Let her feel her feelings. (laughs) And it's like- like, literally not two seconds ago, the Mando, like, stole your girl. Right. You guys are clearly not <laughs> Inside safe. Inside of this palace. Like, it's not actually safe, though. So kidnapping number two um, happens. Yeah, anyway, so, like, Chibiusa, like, runs off and she, like, remembers how she tried to take, how she went to take the Ginsui show. And when she touched it, it disappeared. Um, because, like, in the manga, she wanted to show that, like, she is like her mother's daughter and she does have power and whatnot. Anyway, she runs off. We see Esmeralda and Tafir like commiserating with each other about how they don't like the Mondo's plan to destroy the Crystal Palace and like Earth in general. And Safir is like, we're following the wrong person. Wise Man is not, we should not be with Wise Man. And Esmeralda's like, whatever. Esmeralda leaves Safir to go to Wise Man because she wants to become more powerful. She wants to be better than Neo Queen Serenity. And so Wiseman's like, cool, yeah, sure, I can do that. And like, he imbues her with the Malefic Black Crystal or the Jaco Kasuisho. And, uh, Lady Gaga she, like, morphs into, she turns into, like, this beautiful queen, and it's straight up, like, a Galadriel, like, with the ring of power, like, you would not have, you know, the king but a queen. I, I was- Beautiful and terrible as the night. I was thinking it was, like, a, a Lady Gaga cosplay. <laughs> She had those massive shoulder things going on. I mean, de- I definitely believe that Lady Gaga is a Sailor Moon fan. Oh, for sure. You can definitely see. 100%. You can all definitely see the the influence there. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. You cannot like wear those outfits or like be tangentially related to the gay community without loving Sailor Moon in the United States. Oh yeah. Like. You find, like, a gay person who doesn't love Sailor Moon in the United States that was, like, raised in the U.S. It's just like, are you sure you're What gay? are you talking about? Anyway. There's no gays in Sailor Moon. They're just cousins. <laughs> <laughs> They're cousins. And we're not there yet. Um, anyway, so she has, like, this queen moment. She feels great. And she's like, at last. And then Wiseman's like... <laughs> dumbass and then steals all her life energy and kills her to create this dragon to like attack the senshi team this is Um, another one of those parts where my add was not serving me well i'm just like because it doesn't make any sense because it's literally like the writers are fast forwarding through the enemies now they're like oh dang we have four enemies left and we haven't even got to black lady (laughs) well i'm just sitting there like why is there a dragon now why is this Marauder yeah, dragon now? What? <laughs> yeah, he he turns her into a dragon, sends her them after the sentry. The sentry fight it. It's not really that big of a deal. But while they're fighting it, they completely forget about Chibiusa because Tuxedo Mask was like, let her run off on her own. Yeah. Why? Why are you making all of the wrong? Like Moonlight Knight would make the better decision. <laughs> I'm out here being like, I miss Moonlight Knight. At least he had a sword. (sighs) Oh my god, like, at least Moonlight Knight tried. (laughs) Anyway. Why was Moonlight Knight the only time Mamoru had an actual weapon? He has his stick. Okay. He had a sword. 
Yeah, but his stick is basically like Nyobo. Okay. Like <laughs> Sun Wukong's like like extending yeah, stick. Yeah, but he never do- uses it like that. Anyways. <laughs> he never I know, but it happens sometimes and like it just has me sit back being like Where do you get your stuff? I don't know. Mama Chat. Like we could have episodes dedicated to anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> Focusing back on Sailor Moon R, the Century Team defeat the dragon. Wise Man takes this opportunity to go to Chibiusa. And um, he, like, reveals himself as being, like, Death Phantom. But again, because... Which like, doesn't explain anything. But Death Phantom... Which doesn't really explain anything, but, like, Death Phantom, instead of being, like, an exiled prisoner from Earth, is just, like, this chaos creature that desires destruction. Of it, yeah, it really does not so explain tr- it at all. He just is. Which, there's so much, t- there's so many, like, connecting threads to, like, future things that, like, haven't been written at the time that this came out, where I'm like, you kind of saw the future here, but then you did it differently. Anyway. Yeah. It's fine! <laughs> Wiseman goes, finds Shibi Usa, and tricks her. He messes with her memories. Uh, which makes her feel like she is abandoned and that no one loves her. And, like, he gives her the power of the Black Crystal. And she transforms and she goes from being a little girl to being a full-grown woman. Can we talk about um, that transformation for a second? Dude. That was definitely cut in America. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. We see her grow. We see her her butt fill out. We see her boobs fill out. And I'm just like, oh, wow, this is a fetish moment. Uh, I need to let y'all know that, like, Sailor Moon R was cut to hell and back. Yeah. Yeah, because I know I didn't see that animation before. (laughs) Yeah, like, Sailor Moon R was cut to hell and back, like, even more than, like, the first season. And, like, the airing of it was so bizarre that, like, anybody who probably watched it in the U.S., like, Got it. Really piecemeal. Well, not that it was any more coherent in Japanese. (laughs) No, but at least, like... (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, in the the original English dub was really, really bad. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not denying that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so he makes her evil, turns her into Black Lady, and then introduces her to Demando and Zephyr, who are the only remaining members of the Black Moon. And Demanda's like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and Sapphire is like, uh, no. Oh my god, no. And, like, Demanda, Wiseman, and Black Lady are like, time to go back in time and destroy the past. Anyway, we have Pluto, like, astral project from, like, the space-time area. Like, she just, like, shows up in front of the sentry, and she's like, so I just wanted to let you guys know that Chibius is acting weird, and also, like, stuff is being messed up in the past. She at no point goes, hey, Chibiusa turns in- turned into Black Lady, she was manipulated by wise men. Gives them no- she's like, Chibiusa's kind of weird, also the past is being attacked, so you should go I back. I totally don't even remember Pluto being there. Pluto literally appears in two episodes, like, two episodes- Maybe three I episodes of Sailor I, Moon I literally just watched this the, the night before last. I don't remember mm-hmm. Pluto being there. If that shows... She's, if, not a, 
She's not a character in Sailor Moon R. She's, like, an important part of the plot in the manga. Yeah. And she's not even here. Man, in the most dramatic part, they have such a good dramatic part in the manga, and it's so satisfying. Yeah. I'm like, is it is it racism? Where they were like, well, she's dark-colored in the manga, so we don't want a dark-colored senshi to be important. Oh, God. Like, I don't know. I hope that's not. I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, it might. Japan is well-known for being a very xenophobic society mm. that's that's not me being mean that's like literally everybody knows yeah. this um that's not what this podcast is yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that <laughs> y'all do your own research it's fine anyway so they go back to the past where black lady reveals herself and she's honestly fabulous and like she's she shows up and they're immediately they know that she's chibiusa there's no, like, who are you? Where did you they're come com- from? They're like, oh, shit. They're confused. That's Shibuya. They're confused for a second, but immediately, like, Luna P, like, pops over there. And it's just like, yo. And she grabs Luna P. And they're like, wait a second. Luna P is listening L- to her. Like, that's Chibiusa. Yeah, I, they're very, yeah. It's Everybody very makes quick. some really logical, con- the Senshi team make a lot of really logical conclusions and are constantly stopped by Endemians. <laughs> yeah. From, like, doing anything actually useful. Like, any... Mm, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I do love that Luna P becomes evil. And, like, she lit... Like, Black Lady uses Luna P's, like, henchmen. Yeah, that was really fun to watch how she used that tool for evil. <laughs> it's very good. Black Lady is great. I do love that in the anime, they kind of, like, cut out, like, any, like, weird incestual stuff. Like, Tuxedo Mask is never brainwashed. He never goes to the evil side. Like, like in the manga, like, he go- he chases after Chibiusa. Whereas, you know, like, in the anime, he's like, leave her alone. In the manga, he's like, I have to follow my daughter. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a good dad in the manga. And then he gets kidnapped, um, and he also gets brainwashed. Yeah, so he never gets kidnapped, never gets brainwashed, never, like, has, like, there is a scene where it shows, like, Black Lady kiss... Mamoru, but it's but it's a fake vision, like a hallucination. Yeah. It's a fake vision. It's a hallucination to mess with Isagi, and so I do appreciate that the anime is like mm, no incest. But that didn't really happen. <laughs> They're like actually no, uh, which I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, what's really nice is, like, Black Lady is there, and as soon as they figure out she's Chibiusa, they're like, uh, Sailor Moon, use Moon Crystal Power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, heal her, and so See, she does that. And it that. almost works. And it works. Almost works. Like, she turns she turns back into Chibiusa, and then Wiseman's like, no. Wise, <laughs> remi- Wiseman and, was and, like, hey, you remember how people forgot your birthday? <laughs> remember how, like, nobody actually loves you, and it's... Remember how you fell down that one time, and nobody helped you back up? <laughs> remember how you fell down that one time and you were like daddy help me and your dad was like stand up on your own <laughs> and everyone's like nobody has time for your birthday which is so weird because her birthday is the same day as her mom's it should be a national holiday it's a it should be a worldwide Especially holiday because in the future usagi well queen serenity is deified <laughs> Yeah, it's, it makes no sense. It's just like, oh, we didn't have time to celebrate your birthday. It's like, you literally rule the world. You have the same birthday. This is literally a global celebration. Yeah, yeah. 
It makes no sense. So anyways, he, he convinces her with this mentality and she decides she turns back into Black Lady and then pieces out. Is there any lead up to her piecing out? I don't know. I don't remember. And I didn't she, write anything down, so it doesn't matter. Out. <laughs> Wiseman shows up and is like, you thought, and uh, makes her double evil. Yeah. <laughs> she is evil. And then episode 86 is literally titled Saphir Dies. And in the manga, I had no attachment to Saphir. Like, I looked at him and I'm like, that's a weird tuxedo mask looking clown. Yeah. Because he looks like Mamoru. Yeah. Like, 100%. And in the anime, he's just, like, the sweetest boy. And I'm like, Safir, like, just come to yeah. me. I love you. All of the like, bad guys like, are so much, like... Oh, they're so big, good. The, the best characters in the anime in, in this season... Even the Mando. Yeah. Yeah, even the Mando has, like, more dimensions. Yeah, yes. And he's barely... Like, he gets all of his freaking character development in these last... In, like, five episodes. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't, he barely exists before this, and then he gets more development in five episodes than, like, any of the rest of them do in, in 40. Yeah, I feel really sorry for, for the bad guys in this one, because, well, first of all, they, we, we establish that Wiseman manipulates people's minds. So after a point, you're just kind of like, wait, were any of them actually evil, or were they all actually manipulative, manipulated? And they were actually all victims mm-hmm. of wise men, which is right. my head canon. So, yeah, it's totally different from the manga where they're like genuinely evil of their own right. Yeah, you know, like wise men still like manipulates them and makes them worse. But like they choose that life. That's why they left. Yeah. They left Earth of their own free will because they hated the Silver Crystal. They hated Crystal Tokyo. Right. They hated peace. Like they wanted chaos. And 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 in the anime it's basically like we were banished to this planet. And I'm like, when? By when? who? Why? For how long? Like you were when children. you were babies? Like, there's no I'm like, I don't understand. Like, what is the timeline? And then here? you start to wonder with the brainwashing, is that even true? Is that even how they actually right. end up there? It just it doesn't make any sense. I'm just, I like, I, all of yesterday, I just sat there being like, <laughs> make it make sense because it just doesn't. Like, I feel I, it's, it's a gift from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where it's like this guy and his like beard is crazy and his hair is crazy and he's got a cigarette and he's like wide eyed, crazy looking. And there's like this board and like the, in the center is like Pepe Silva and there's just, <laughs> you know, papers, like, pinned to it and, like, strings, and he's just crazily gesturing to it like it makes sense, and, like, I felt like that gift. <laughs> you felt that manifest. <laughs> I, I'm, I, like, I'm just sitting there being like, what? Like, where does it make sense? Anyway, it's really frustrating. So, episode 86, we're in the past, because that's where we ended, but, like, because, Black Lady because showing we to, are. like, cause trouble. And, like, they go to the past because it's, like, it's not enough to destroy the future. Let's also destroy the past. So, like, black, so, like, there's black crystal established in Tokyo now. So, like, to destroy the past. For some reason. For some reason. And, like, all of a sudden she are at Usagi's place and Ikuko Mama comes out with drinks for everybody. And comes out with six cups instead of five. 
But she can't remember Chibiusa because remember Chibiusa used the hypnosis on the family. But she still brings out a sixth cup. She's like, I wonder why. That's weird. I feel like I'm forgetting something. And everybody is kind of sad because they know why. They know what she's forgetting. And Usagi starts to cry. And instead of being a massive dick, Ray is kind For to her. once. <laughs> yeah. That was really sweet. That was and, a really good character moment. Like, if the rest of the season I was, was like that. <laughs> I was, I just sat there and I was like, it took you 40 episodes, but you finally weren't an asshole <laughs> to your princess. Yeah, this one episode was actually really good. This episode was really heartfelt. I liked all the characters this was, in this episode. It was an, it was amazing. The animation was really good. Mm-hmm. I felt that, like... The dialogue and the plot were done really well, except for this part that I'm about to talk, where Wise Man is literally monologuing to himself. Oh yeah, that part was lazy. About like how he's going to use a black crystal to destroy everything because all he's really after is like the destruction of like all of life itself. And Sapphire is like, I knew it. Oh, that's bad. I knew it. <laughs> Sapphire, Sapphire's like, I knew you were the the wrong one. And because Sapphire is like the one who actually like makes the droids and like is the like the tech guy of the black moon clan he goes to the goes to like a panel which controls or like is a conduit for like the malefic black crystal he takes a thing out and wise men who had like realized that sapphire was listening to him which again don't monologue out loud to yourself right (laughs) it would have been better one it would have been better if it's a song like, do it in your head like other normal people, you fucking weirdo. <sighs> I'm cursing so much in this episode because I'm just so frustrated. Anyway, Sapphire takes out this panel. Wiseman's like, I'm going to destroy you. And Sapphire, like, manages to teleport into the past. Good for him. We see the Ayakashi sisters next. And they're talking to each other. They're, like, on the streets because, like, Tokyo is being evacuated because there's black crystals like kind of messing up the city and people are like don't know what that is we have to evacuate and they're talking to each other because they know what it is because even though they're not evil anymore they have all of their memories so they're like what we have to do something about this and they're like but we don't have powers anymore like we can't do anything about it yeah and at this point pets notice notices Safir in like an alley and they go and they get him and they take him back collapses. to their place. They find him, he's collapsed, he, yeah. he's injured. Yeah. And they take him back to their place. And Pets is with Safir in the room. And Koan, Bertier, and Calaveras are outside. And Koan and Bertier are like, what are they doing? Like, what's going on? And Calaveras is like, leave them alone. And they're like, why? And she's like, because Pets loves Safir. And she looks so sad so because, cute. like, because Cal- <laughs> remember that Calaveras is like the medium of the sisters, right? So, like, for me, I was like, Calaveras knows that he's gonna die, yeah, and Pets is gonna be heartbroken. And Cohen and Bertie are like, as the younger sisters are just kind of like, Ooh. and Pets and Sapphire talk, and like Sapphire tells her everything, and she's like, "Don't go back, like you can't, like you're." You're gonna like he's you're, you're gonna injured. kill you. Yeah, you're injured. You can't. Yeah, you're do injured. Like in and state. and this is something that I like because a a running thread in the anime is the concept of filial piety, and so filial piety is like 
the duty you have to your family. Uh, Usually it's the duty a child has to their parent, but it can also be seen as like the duty that a parent has to a child or a sibling has to a sibling. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically just like the duty you have to your family members to take care of them. Uh, Yeah, that is Um, a recurring theme in this season. It's, and I, you see it with the Ayakashi sisters, you see it among the Black Moon clan, you see it even, you see it with the Senshi between, you see it with Tuxedo Mask, yeah. Usagi, and even Yeah, Shibinu. even Chibiusa coming back from the future to try to get help mm-hmm. to help her, her family. Yeah. So, it's, so I really like that. So Saphir is like, I can't abandon my brother because I still love him. I still think I can save him. I think I can convince him that what's happening is wrong. Yeah. And and pets lets him go, and he's and she was like, "I'm afraid you won't come back." And he was like, and he's like leaves his jacket with her, and he's like, "That's why I'm leaving my jacket with you, so because I'll be back." Yeah, and every like all of the Ayakashi sisters are upset, and Koan calls Usagi, and she's like, "This is what's happening. This is where he's going. Like you have to." Help. I thought that was really cool, also, because so many times in this season, like characters have a chance to communicate with each other, and they just don't. Like like Pluto mm-hmm. shows up and tells him, "Hey, this is going on. Bye." Doesn't explain the whole black lady thing. Like they could have done that, but like this is like, "Hey, Usagi, we've got her phone number. I'm gonna tell her." Please help Safir. And they they do. They just call. They, they do. Like, they communicate with Saf- each other like human beings do. It's it's so great. Like, Safir goes to, like, a park where there's, like, a malefic black crystal because he knows that they're going to be there. He knows that they're after him. Yeah. And so he goes there and he tries to talk to his brother. And, like, wise men and black ladies show up. And... They go to attack Saphir, and the Senshi show up, and they defend Saphir. So, like, Mars, Mercury, and Moon, like, go on the offensive, while Jupiter- Not Mars, Mercury, and Moon. It's, uh, Venus, Mercury, and Moon go on the offensive, while Jupiter and Mars defend Saphir. And Saphir's in shock. He's like, why are you helping me? (laughs) And Jupiter and Mars kind of, like, laugh. And, like, Jupiter says, like, you know, I don't really know what's going on, (laughs) but this is what Usagi wants. And they're like, it's the right thing to do. Like, I don't think you're trying to hurt us. Uh-huh. So we're going to defend you. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, it's like a diamond shining in the mound of shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a beautiful moment to see the Senshi do everything to try and save Saphir and to watch Saphir basically ruin that by trying to save his brother yeah. and then dying because like wise man kills him and Demando seeing the dead body of his brother like takes his brother's body and is like okay I, I thought go. it was really and it's and, very somber how he does so you know he comes down he doesn't really say anything to the senshi he just lifts up his brother's body he, he watches them for a moment because like Usagi is crying mm-hmm crying real heavily over um Safir and um yeah he you know he gives them a moment he comes over collects his brother and heads off you know like yeah like you can kind of tell he's digesting all of this you know mm-hmm. he he still has no idea what what the heck just happened Wiseman has assured him you know he's betrayed you this ha- that had to be happened you know mm-hmm. I 
Like, look, he's on the side of the senshi. I'm sparing you the, the pain of killing your, your own brother who's betrayed us, you know? <laughs> and Demand doesn't know who to believe. So. I mean, because, because ultimately it, it all ends in his brother being dead and that's all he had. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's very different from the manga where, like, in the manga, the manga doesn't really have a lot of brotherly love for Safir, whereas, no. like, Safir clearly loves the Mando. But in the anime, it's pretty obvious that they both love, they do it's love each other. It's more mutual, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And episode 87 shows that the Black Crystal is growing and Toke is in a panic and people are evacuating. And we have this moment where Usagi, for some reason, is in a park like running and she runs into naru who stops her like what's really upset me (laughs) and it's such a good moment because naru's like i know you know what's happening and usagi hesitates for a second because she wants to tell her because naru is her best friend but then plays dumb and naru's like i'm not gonna push it yeah she's like i'm i know there are bigger things happening Naru is such a good friend. She's so sweet. She just, she looks at Isaki and she's like, you have to promise that you're going to come to school tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And it's so beautiful because Isaki's like, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm going to come to school tomorrow. And leaves. And Naru just kind of like watches after her and is like, this might be the last time, like, this might be the last time I see my best friend. Yeah. You know, it never flat out. She's like, I don't. It never flat out reveals that Naru knows that Usagi is Sailor Moon, but Naru mm-hmm. somehow knows Usagi is part of something much bigger. You know. Yeah, she knows that Usagi is involved in this. Yeah, somehow, some way. Yeah. Um, and she knows that Usagi's on the right side because, can you imagine evil Usagi? I can't. <laughs> I don't think she has evil in her. No. that's why she is who she is she's the antithesis of of all the evil you know Mm -hmm. and and if if it looks like there's no good option she manifests it you know Mm -hmm. she's like well i don't like that option so i'm gonna make a new option (laughs) so i'm gonna alter space time with my force of will Mm -hmm. so here's the point where they're gearing up for the final battle. And I can't tell if this is taking place in their present time or the future. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I think it's in their present. Anyway, they... I don't, what? Oh, shoot. I, I, You're I, right. I have no I idea. I think it starts there and then it, like, shifts to the future. Because, like, in episode 88, they're definitely in the future. It's... I don't understand. Um, they prepare for it by an Ami <laughs> kind of is, like, says final words. She's like, I want to say, you know, like like, the last words, and I don't, I didn't write down what they were, because it, like, it sombers the other senshi, and they're, and they kind of come out with somber words, and then Jupiter's like, we're gonna get through this, and then we're gonna go get cake after. Yeah. And <laughs> the music is really good at this point, and, like, all of them are like, yeah, we're just, we're gonna win, and we're gonna go eat cake, yeah. and it's gonna be fine. And they go to the battle, and then Usagi is immediately isolated. <laughs> As it goes. <laughs> immediately like demanda isolates her and like uses his third eye to like control her body and make him make her kiss him and she breaks free like nobody like comes in she breaks free of her own power and she's excuse me she tries to convince him to switch sides she's like wiseman wants to destroy everything like 
like this is just not what you really want and he hesitates right like he's like yeah like Wiseman's not good I have lost everything I don't really know what I'm fighting for I don't think he says any of that but it's like yeah uh, and then Wiseman shows up with Black Lady, and he's like, I have Black Lady, so I don't actually need you anymore? Yeah. It's like, okay, <laughs> I can see you're having second thoughts, but I don't need you. He's like, I see that um, you're having some doubts, and uh, I don't like quitters. Fortunately, <laughs> I've already hired your replacement. <laughs> uh, I got a new best friend. Her name's Black Lady. <laughs> And they kill, they go, they attack both Sailor Moon and the Mando, but the Mando takes, like, the full hit. Like, he takes he jumps the hit in for front. Sailor yeah, Moon. Yeah, he jumps in front to defend her. He jumps, he does, he jumps he in does front the of anime her. And, and, and then, I don't know, like, they they leave Black Lady and Wiseman? Because they don't go to attack her. Because, like, the Mando dies in her arms and she's, like, crying. And he was like, really? You're crying for me? Like, he's touched by the fact that she's crying for him. And uh, tries to say I love you, but dies before completing the phrase. Yay. Uh, anyway, that's episode 87. It's fine. Uh, the music was really good in episode 87. Nara was fabulous. Uh, that's it. That's all Nara I need to know. was fantastic. And the music was great. Yeah, that, that <laughs> soundtrack. I used to have that uh, on my MP3 <sighs> player for the longest time. The music is so, so good. Yeah. So, so good! Yeah. Like, this is a thing where when Sailor Moon Crystal was coming out everyone was really excited but everyone was also like but the music for the original anime was so good <laughs> like how like, do you I live up to that top that yeah top it or match yeah it, it was matter. just so good um and a little scared to have to like watch Crystal again but uh, it's a yeah. long way <laughs> we're so far away from Crystal because we're doing things in chronological order yep I don't know if we're going to watch all of the, the original Muse, because there's a lot from 1993 to 2004. That's 11 years of musicals. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it outside of this. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> Episode 88 is the real last battle with Wise Man planning on using Black Lady as a conduit for destruction. They're in the future now, I think. Yep. We'll, we'll, just, we'll yeah. just say yes. Now they are in the yeah, future. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're they're in the future because like the episode ends with them in the future. So I'm just gonna say like like when the when the battle's over and the century of one, like they're in the future. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Black Lady tries to kill Sailor Moon. Tuxedo Mask, who has not been present, us. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen him in a couple episodes. <laughs> what was he doing? I don't know. Um. Ten- giving his car away maybe Sharpen- sharpening his roses <laughs> he's like hold up I gotta like go to the gar- I gotta go to my garden and uh, get some more roses uh, but Tuxedo Mask like gets in the way of Black Lady's attack and he takes a hit for Sailor Moon it doesn't kill him um, she's like why would you do that and he's like because I love her and I love you and then like the whole team is like we love you come back to us and again like it's that filial piety it shows the good aspect of filial piety because a lot of the times, especially, like, as an Asian, where, like, that's literally the cornerstone of everything, where it's, like, you have to sacrifice everything for your parents. Yeah. Which is not a good aspect of filial yeah. beauty. Uh, because it sees it as just, like, a one-way thing, and it's supposed to be two-way. Yeah. 
So we see this good aspect of filial piety because they both love Chibiusa because she's their daughter. And they love her as a person before they even knew she was their child. Well, Usagi had some issues with her, but she... she... Well, yeah, but she's like 14 and she's a nine-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I mean, she... This kid, this kid shows up, invades her house, and makes everyone believe she's her cousin. I would have issues, too. But they did. They did develop a genuine sisterly kind of connection, though. Yeah, Isagi genuinely came to love Chibiusa. Oh, yeah, for sure. On her own. And so they, like, reach out with their love, and we see, again, Chibiusa's memory of, like, her falling down when she's with her parents, and, like, her parents being like, you got it, like, she's like, help, and they're like, stand up, like, you can do it. And... We see this time, instead of just, like, the memory ending, we see her parents explain how she has her own power, and she has to be able to get up and do it herself. Yeah. And that's, that's, I'm, I, there had to have been, um, a parent of a young child on the team doing this anime, because I think this is a struggle that a lot of parents have to go through, because they want to do everything for their kid, but, like, there's a point where you have to let your kid fall, and you have to let them get back up on their own uh-huh you can't do it for them because otherwise they won't learn because you're not always going to be there yeah. and they have to learn how to stand up on their own and so we see that uh and we see like the birthday thing and it was just like there was official duty that the king and queen had to be on and like they came back the next day and like they had a they had like a surprise party for her for her birthday and we see that Chibiusa realizes that the day she went to get the Ginsuisho and it vanished, it didn't vanish, it went inside of her. So she has the Ginsuisho. So she turns back into herself and she summons the power of the Ginsuisho. And so we have Sailor Moon as Neo Queen Serenity. We have Chibiusa like, as a fully realized princess, small lady Serenity. We have she the power really of the Senshi. <laughs> we have like we have all of them combine their powers to give to Sailor Moon to defeat Wise Men and destroy the Black Crystal. And the orig- like the main theme of Sailor of like the Sailor Moon musicals of Sailor Moon, La Soldier plays. Yeah, it's so good. So the it's first so good La Soldier like this is the song that they that they would play at the end of every musical for thirteen years. <laughs> Not 13 years, I'm sorry. 11 years from 1993 to 2004. They put, they sing La Soldier, the end of every musical. This is, this is the theme song of the musicals. And it was so good because Sailor Moon R came out in like 93, 94. Mm-hmm. So it was to like, be like, hey, check out Sailor Moon. Oh, um, so, so course, was it, it was in Sailor Moon first and they played it? Oh, yeah. this this song is is for Seramu. Oh, that's cool. This is a yeah. This is a Seramu song. This is not from the anime. The anime took it from the Mew. Nice. Well, that explains yeah, why. It's... Like this this season did have good music, but uh, La Soldier definitely definitely stands out compared to all of those. Like that kicked off. It's totally very different. I'm just like. Uh, this season has been such a slog, but like that, and I, I had such a hard time caring about so many characters in this season, but like that song kicked mm-hmm. on, you're like amped up and you're like, yes, final battle, let's do this, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, 
I immediately start singing along to Last Soldier because that's the kind of nerd I yeah. am. Like, yes, I know, like, the lyrics to Last Soldier <laughs> because, of course, I know the lyrics to Last Soldier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was super, it's, it's such a good song. Again, people think I love Star Trek the way I actually love Sam. <laughs> yeah. People are like, wow, Alicia, you really love Star Trek. And I'm like, it's like a candle to the sun. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's good, but Sailor Moon, though. I'm like, look, I, I love Star Trek. I'd probably cry if I met certain actors. But like, if I met Naoko Takeuchi, someone was like, that's Naoko Takeuchi. I just faint. <laughs> like, that random Asian lady wouldn't even have to be Naoko Takeuchi. I would just have to believe and then I would faint. <laughs> it's like wait no no that's just somebody's grandma no <laughs> i'm just like on the ground i'm just like bye <laughs> you have to call an ambulance now oh no anyway they defeat wise man they restore the future we see like the future is healed um because of course it is in the manga like we still we see that crystal tokyo is still messed up yeah yeah and they're gonna have to rebuild yeah in the anime it's kind of like things are fine um it's a it's a simba defeating scar moment it's definitely a simba defeating scar moment um but it's sweet like we everything is restored they go back to the past so chibiusa can say a proper goodbye and Shibiusa uses the space time. He goes back to the 30th century and is welcomed by her parents and the future senshi. And you know they're older because everybody a- has lipstick on. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> you know that they're adults because they're wearing lipstick. <laughs> um, and she runs into their arms and it's actually a very sweet moment. And I'm like, oh, I love that. And then I watched episode 89, which is literally just a clip show. Yeah. That was, you know what's cool though? I liked how when they showed the opening, they showed all four openings side by side, the animation. Mm. That was cool. Yeah. That was, that was, I was like, yay. Yeah. And then that was the last Um, thing that I liked about it. Yeah. Episode 89 was a clip show and we see like the same three scenes from Sailor Moon and S. Mm Mm-hmm repeatedly during this clip show and it's just like the voiceover of like the century talking to each other about nothing being, i don't know i didn't take any notes being, i don't I, I was like they were being bad friends they were doing the whole oh there's gonna be a new leader <laughs> it's like shut up no there's not just stop yeah, just, lying just kind of like right it's so annoying it's like why would you say she's literally the princess yeah you literally, like you literally, you literally just stopped bullying her. Why are you doing this? We literally just came from the future where she's the queen of the planet. She's deified in the future, like, like she's like. It's really, it's just really annoying. It's really annoying. I think it's definitely one of those things where guys think that girls snipe at each other all the time. Yeah, I guess so. And if you're in a group of women that constantly snipe at each other, they're not actually friends. Yeah. I just I just got to tell you, they're not actually friends. If you're a the same guy, goes for guys you're too, in a group, though. yeah. Oh, 100%. But like 
I don't understand. There's this myth that girls have more friends, but guys have closer friendships. Which is wild. Yeah, um, I, I, and I think that's like it's there's there's this idea that like girls are constantly at odds with each mm-hmm. other or they're constantly competing with each other. Yeah. In a way that I just don't. I've never actually. The only time I've ever seen that in real life is when like two girls who are in the same friend group but who are not really friends with each other yeah. are competing for the same guy or something, some kind of dominance. Or, some, but it's, or something like that. Like, they're trying, yeah, or, like, competing for the same guy or trying to become, like, the leader, even though, like, everybody in the group is, like, you're not even close to being yeah. leader quality. Like. And I'm, so, yeah, so I, I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but to is, but to pretend mm-hmm. like that is all girls all the time, every friendship is, it's very, it might happen now and then. There might be some friendships, yeah. but it's not the predominant. Like, I... I think I think that that myth kind of exists because guys are not guys are not taught to socialize in the same way as women are. We're allowed to share our feelings yeah. and um, be close, have closeness. And I f- well, also too, here's something that I'm wondering if like because this is this is like a common theme that I've seen in like shows and movies from the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. And what I'm wondering is, is if, like, the lived experience of, like, these, again, mostly male writers was that the women that they interacted with were all of, like, the kind of, like, pick-me-girl types. Mm. So, like, all, like, so the women, the maybe, like, the handful of women in their friend group were, like, the pick-me types. So they had, so it's just, like, them five other guys and like two women who hate each other because they both want to be like the dominant woman in like this reverse harem of a friend well if if that's the case maybe it's not actual experiences maybe that's just a matter of wish fulfillment they would like to believe that there's all these women around who are biting for their attention you know and that's how women that's how they want to believe women would behave yeah i just i don't really know again like you grew up in or like know someone who grew up in like 80s and 90s japan like if you could give us your input about what the yeah was that was a like, cultural thing or that that would let us know better because just like as women with our experiences as women with largely female friends for instance, and i mean women identify like friends who identify as yeah female. and like for goodness sake i'm a hairdresser so you can't even say well you're not even really girly girls you're geeks it's like okay no first of all we're talking about a shoujo so obviously we are girly but also i'm a hairdresser you can't tell me (laughs) no one can look at kim and be like you're not girly (laughs) there was there was like one year where you could look at kim and say you're not girly and that was 16 that was when i was pumping iron and i was in police academy yeah, that was that was literally so long ago that like a whole person was born and grew up in that time. <laughs> so no, actually. But anyways, um, we we kind of went off topic yeah. there. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Again, it's just like the way the anime portrays female friendship is so different from how the manga portrays female oh, friendship. Yeah. And again, I think it's literally just because behind the scenes it was more men. Yeah, 
in the anime, and it was more women in the The manga. anime's friendship is a lot more toxic. It's so exhausting sometimes, and I'm like, you're supposed to like yeah. each other. I like depictions Why? of female friendships, but they're literally just friends. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Okay, so we're going to break down Sailor Moon. Okay. So, epi- like, the episode numbers. So, the Dark Kingdom arc, the original Sailor Moon arc, is 46 episodes. Sailor Moon R is 42 episodes long. It's less. So that's episodes, yep, it's episodes 47 to episodes 89. 13 of those episodes were the Makaiju arc. Which was amazing. One episode, (laughs) which was fabulous, but not for the reasons they intended. Uh, One episode was a clip show. So that means there were 28 episodes for the plot of Black Moon. Only six of those episodes took place in the future. How did it feel so long? Why was it so yeah. long? 20 episodes? And then the last few episodes felt so like, rushed. Well, not 20. Yeah. 18 episodes was just Rubius and the Ayakashi sisters. Oh my gosh. They spent so much time on the Ayakashi sisters that they forgot the plot of Black Moon. <laughs> Which, don't get me wrong, I really love the Ayakashi sisters. Um, They were really great. I remember, like, when I watched episode 82, that, like, sat back and I was like, we don't actually have that much time with Esmeralda. Mm -mm. Because Esmeralda is such a character that, like, I just remember, like, there being more of her. Yeah. But there isn't. Nope. Like she just ends really abruptly, and I and I just kind of sat there like, and then oh, she gets turned into a dragon, yes. and they beat her up, and that's it yeah. for her. <laughs> I just sat there and I was like, I don't remember this at all. Like I, I was like, that's how she dies. Yeah. <laughs> I just I was like, that's how she dies. What? What? So bizarre. So like they spent they had twenty they had twenty eight episodes to do Black Moon. They had six episodes that took place in the future, and only two episodes that actually had Pluto. That is so bizarre. And she was such a yeah. major player Techni- in the manga. Te- yeah, technically we had four episodes where, like, we see, like, kind of an outline of her in, like, Luna P in one episode, but we don't know she's Pluto. We see her in the episode where Chibiusa gets sick and they have to go inside of her mind, where Pluto takes her in their mind. For some reason. We see her for a third time. (laughs) The third time we see her is when they're actually traveling to the future using the space-time key. And then we see her a fourth time and she's like, oh, by the way, Chibiusa is uh, evil, I guess. You should probably do something about that. I'm not gonna, because I'm busy being mystical. yeah, we get no portrayal of her relationship with Chibiusa. We don't see, like, the parallels of both of them feeling isolated and, like, relating to each other on that. We don't see, like, Pluto's unrequited crush on King Endymion. Like, King Endymion sucks. <laughs> like, he's he's the worst. Like, I sat there, I was watching all of these episodes, and I'm like, do I, do I hate him more than Moonlight Night? And, like, I love King Endymion. Yeah. Because my whole image of him is from the manga. Because yeah. I read the manga, like, three or four times before I ever got my hands on the anime. Uh-huh. Um, 
and like him and his like lavender tuxedo and his purple cape and his little crown scepter i'm like i I love it i don't know if i want to be with you or be you (laughs) you know like I'm like, I love you so much. I love King and Damien. And like, I'm sitting (laughs) watching these episodes being like, I think I just hate you. I think you're the actual worst. I'm just sitting here being like, is the internet right about Tuxedo Mask being useless? In the anime, maybe. Definitely according (laughs) to this. Well, actually, he does a lot in this (sighs) season. He's just a dick about it the entire time. Yeah, he's actually, like, really useful, but he's just the worst yeah. the whole time. Oh, yeah. He has, like, at at many points in the anime, like, he's at many points more powerful than Jupiter or Mars. Yeah. Just by checking roses. And it really bugs the, it bugs the hell out of me. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Where are my senshi? Where are my girls? Why are we not focusing on, like, the actual main characters of the show? Yeah, the main characters of the show are very sidelined in this whole season. The I'm... senshi did not matter. The Ayakashi sisters got way more, way more development, screen time, outfits. <laughs> Dialogue. Yeah. Whereas the, the senshi, a lot of them were just reduced down to their respective tropes, you know? I don't think Jupiter got an episode outside of the Makaiju I don't think so. But, like, yeah. Jup- they paid Jupiter yeah. dust. They paid Mars dust. Yeah, every... They even paid Mercury dust, and she's, like, the she's like Japan favorite. Yeah, and they just kind of reduced... Like, Ami was... So annoying. Like, I was so annoyed with her in this season. I I, I think oh. I went off about her last time, didn't I? I don't know about last time. You went off about her when it was, like, the episode where it's, like, Ami could, like, go overseas and study and, like, oh. have a life. And, you know, it's just, like, is she really going to leave? And all of us are sitting here being, like, we know she's not Yeah, no, leave. wait. I don't think we were recording. <laughs> I was going off on the cake episode. Um... When they go to... Yeah, okay, so... So, they're going to get the cake. They're going to go get the cake, okay? They're going to the cake place. Uh And Ami is like, Oh, well, actually, cake is not very good for you from a nutritional sense. It's really high in calories and it has no nutritional value. And it's like, Ami, do you think people don't fucking know that? You think you're so smart and everybody is just so stupid that they don't know that cake is bad for you? Um, like, I hate that. Yeah, I remember that, I remember that scene now where it was just like, why are you saying She did the, she did little things like that all season long. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, Ami, you're smart, actually. Yeah. Like, not just, like, book smart, like, generally smart. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, personable, like, she has, there's more, there's more intelligence than just book smart. You know, and she yes. has emotional intelligence in the manga. She does not have emotional yeah. intelligence. She's she's like awkward and quiet because like sometimes sometimes she grew up very isolated and like put on a pedestal by like other yeah. people. So like she's awkward, but like she's not stupid. <laughs> yeah, she's not like that. You yeah. know. It, there's a lot of things where I'm like, you're falling into tropes. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. These they, they just got reduced down to tropes so much of the time. 
Like Ray, Ray, like I, Ray like, was the Cinderé all season. <sighs> Ami was the smart one, only dishing out bare minimum of smart facts that everybody knows. Um, Minako was perfect. Minako was perfect. Every Minako episode was perfection. Yeah, I, I don't. You'd have to. Minako was consistently characterized throughout the entire season. And she's the only one. She was beautiful. They didn't use her enough, but she was amazing. Yeah. And I love her. And I will hear not a single bad Artemis word made bad choices. My queen. <laughs> Artemis made bad choices. Oh, shit! We forgot to mention! Not only did Sailor Moon R not give us any Pluto, they cut Diana! Oh, my gosh! There was no Diana! They cut her! She doesn't exist in Sailor Moon R! <gasps> the episodes confused us so much that we forgot to mention! They blipped her out of existence so hard that we almost forgot Diana. <laughs> Y'all, I did not expect Sailor Moon R to be this hard. Wait, what? Where's that precious little baby like, kitty? I'm waiting for Sailor Moon's... I'm waiting for Super S to, like, mess me up. Because, like, you want to hear me rant about an arc. Like, Super S gets when, it When do me. they get Diana? But, like... They, we see her in S. I'm done. <laughs> I think we see her in S. I know we have her in Super S. Uh, I'm broken. I'm sorry. I also really hate, like, every choice they make with Chibiusa and S. Like, of course the American audience hates her. Yeah, but she's still, yeah, she's still a good character, though. Look, don't get me wrong, I love Chibiusa. Like, I'm not someone who's like, I hate Chibiusa, she's the worst. Because I didn't have to watch, like, the cut to hell and back, poorly dubbed, original English Everybody dub. gets like, shrill I voices. I, yeah, I didn't have that, so I didn't have the pain of that. You know, so like I don't. You don't hate have that Chibisa. baggage. I actually, I really don't. So I love her. I do love genuinely. Love I Chibisa. love her too. She's entirely um, pink. She's 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 an interesting character. <laughs> Irrespective of her color palette, which is literally just pink and white, with um, red, with red accents, her eyes and her bows and her um, gems, like she's genuinely a complex and interesting character. And so much smarter than her mom. Yeah. She's she's the child it's, of Mamoru and Usagi, so she 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 has all of Usagi's goodness and all of Mamoru's with strengths. a good hefty dash of sass. Oh, she's love <sighs> Yeah. We're gonna talk we're gonna like wax poetic about how much we love her in the manga when we do our character analysis episodes for this season. Uh-huh. Um so let's let's save it up for that. Let's wrap it up. Okay, it's, it's a long episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm tired, y'all. It's been a day. <laughs> uh, okay, thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Oshiokio Pod, or you can contact us through email at Oshiokio the Podcast at gmail .com. That information again is in our show notes. We'd like to thank Barbara Daly for the use of her artwork for our podcast. Please rate and review us wherever you find us. Or, skinny go out there. Oh, shock you up.